Hello, everybody. Welcome to WFYM Talk Radio. I'm Aaron. With me today, Michael. Hello. Tom. Hello. And Alex. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to jump in. And we have a special guest, uh, Spencer Krug of... You know him from probably a bunch of things. He's Moonface. He's a subset. Subset? Subset rub. rub down. And Wolf Parade. Spencer, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? Uh, not much. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. Yeah. We're a very serious show, and we like to ask like hard-hitting journalistic questions. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spencer, the reason we brought you on is we wanted to ask, wet food or dry food? What do you like more? <laughs> for my dog or for myself? <laughs> for you. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for you. Of course like for a, you. I like a moist a moist food. I like a, a savory, wet food. Ah, Aaron's <laughs> oh, trick question worked. Now we know he has a dog. <laughs> How do you feel about treats? <laughs> <laughs> I love treats. And I'll do I'll do I'll do all kinds of things for them. If you want me to stay in one spot for a while and then come to you when you call my okay, name. Okay, so you know some tricks. That's nice. I would spin around in a circle for a full hour for one treat. That's how much I like treats. I would bite anyone that walks by my house for a rubber thing filled with peanut butter. <laughs> I would I would halfway play dead three times before I finally play dead to get that tree. I would literally sell my soul for a Kong. <laughs> filled with Those peanut are the butter. best dogs. The dogs are so excited for the treat that they like they've run run through that trick so much they're half assing it. It's like the fat kid push up. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, like Come on. Well, I'm I'm almost there. Just throw it yeah. out on the ground. The, the knees the knees down push up. Playing the hits. My dog would do that with, like, lie down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lie down. He sort of just, like, gets... He puts his, like, elbows... If a dog has a... He like, almost lays down. He touches <laughs> his, his sort of forepaws to the ground, and then he... That's immediately great. Leaps That's back. a great That's one to half-ass. That's what my parents' <laughs> old dog would do. He would, like... Because we, we taught him to... I taught him how to shake. Taught him to, like, play dead. And he could, like, raise his paws up. But there was a time where all the food that like he had was in this like big sort of jug and the top of it wasn't sturdy and he could just go into it and just put his head in and just eat whenever he wanted all the time. <laughs> and so he gained like 15 pounds and was just so fat. <laughs> and so you're oh like, and you're just like, okay, well he's just kind of a fat dog. I don't understand why, but it was like trying to give him a treat and he's like, lay down. He's like, dude, if I lay down, I'm not getting back up. <laughs> but he's like kind of halfway doing it. He's like, ah, like uh, I'm, I'm tired. All right. I can't dude, do all this. That reminds me. I, one of the most freaky things, freaky moments ever today. I was at the grocery store and I'm pushing my cart, headed towards the door actually. And this dude's just like normal looking guy sort of, but all of a sudden, like as he gets closer to me, he stumbles towards me and grabs my cart to like brace himself. Like he's falling. I'm like, whoa, man, are you okay? And like, kind of like, you know, put my hand up to like help brace him. And he puts his hand up. Like I'm going to hit him. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> and he yanked my cart away. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Kind of. I didn't say that, but I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Why doesn't but he just have his own out. card? If he needs to lean on a cart, I don't know what his, Cause you're was, supposed but, to lean uh, on your cart. That's what you do. He had just come inside. And I think he just was like out of breath or something, but, but so he didn't want your help. No, he grabbed my cart, even though I was the only thing around, apparently, even though there were, sh- like, uh, shelves You know what? He's a, he's a scammer. He's pretending to get hit by the cart and yeah, then charging you. Like, he's trying like, to, oh, he's you trying gotta give me your I put my hand out, like, whoa, man, you okay? And he puts his hand up, like, whoa, don't hurt me. Like, <laughs> don't hit me. Give me your cart insurance. Yeah. Maybe it's the black hoodie that he was scared of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wearing my mask. No, I wasn't. <laughs> No, 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 no masks here. You, you weren't wearing your like whole King Kong outfit. Five groceries in. What, what could I wear right now? Oh, I have a lemur costume. That could work. Wait, is it a lemur? No, it's a sloth. Sorry. 
What a what a fuck up. <laughs> Do those two costumes look radically different, a lemur and a sloth? <laughs> I, well, they're about the same really, size and costume form, I guess. My girlfriend would be really ashamed of me for mixing those two up. I would never do it. The Krat Brothers are really disappointed in you right now. Hey, Canadian legends, the Krat Brothers. They're still doing stuff. They're still doing big things. I remember watching them in, uh, in third grade on, like, you know, when you get to watch a video and they turn on the PBS mm. shit. You got to watch it, it at the, school? Oh, yeah. Oh, my Military. God. Spencer, are you... Military school. Are we aging ourselves talking about Zabuba Mafu and the, the Kraft Brothers? I mean, I don't know anything about anything, so it doesn't really... I was going to ask... Like, oh, yeah, yeah I, would, I would tell really you. Matter. There are two brothers. I think one, only one of them has an actual science degree. The other's more of like a theater guy, but they're, they're pretty cool. They did like um, animal, animal type stuff. They're... Like get where after school Canada, TV yeah. shows. They're still okay, doing stuff. They're okay. still doing the Kratz Creatures stuff or whatever. That rings a bell. Yeah, this was like, like something this was like nine, mid-90s when they were really popular. Channel surfed past after school. They were kind of like Siegfried and Roy, but they didn't torture the animals and they weren't gay. <laughs> true. Very true. That's uh, how I would describe the Krat brothers. They're cool. How many, how many Canadians are in this group? Just, just me. Oh, okay. And you, I guess. Yeah. I grew up with CBC in the house, and <laughs> so I know a lot of. <laughs> I know Mr. Dress Up, old favorite. <laughs> so I've accidentally connected to Rogers roaming before in Northern oh, wow. Vermont. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Yeah. That makes you it's Canadian. Like an, an, an honorary Canadian, yeah. <laughs> I know way too much about Canada because my main hobby consists of looking at Google Maps for hours and hours a day. The game called GeoGuessr. Oh. Uh, and we do we we have like a lot of hot views up here. Good stuff um, to look at. Yeah, I mean the Yukon just got remapped for the first time since 2009, so there's like really nice, really nice looking coverage up on the Alaskan Highway now up there. Uh, that sounds neat. It's been a really good time, but it's cool. My favorite thing to do with that game is making maps for other people to play of places that look like they shouldn't, uh, how they shouldn't look how they do. And you being from Victoria, you probably know Mount Tolmy. It's like well, right I'm not, by the I'm university. Actually, I think I. I think I do. I don't actually live in Victoria, but it looks a lot like Australia up there. There's like these black volcanic rocks in this park. There's like sort of an overlook area. It's actually in Santa, it's just not even in a in a okay. Victoria, but really, really pretty. That's that's my favorite thing to do is because the the way the game's usually played is you get put into a uh, a location on Google Maps, but obviously there's no way to tell where you are. It takes all the labels off of it, and you have to guess on the map where you are. And the closer you are, the more points you get. And now oh, there's okay. like there's pro events for it. There was a big event in Paris back in October with like a 25,000 euro prize. A couple of my friends won that. <laughs> 25,000 euros? Yeah. Like big, big event. They had 50,000 people watching that for like 14 hours straight. It was crazy. That's insane. And that's I've what I do for our it. stream mostly in the mornings. <laughs> it's crazy. Huh. People see like the corner of a license plate and they know the exact mm -hmm. town it's in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the not fun part is trying to memorize all of that versus all of like the. 16-year-olds playing it right now being like, oh, just absorb all the information because they just see it as the video game. Tough. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like uh, WoW, where so yeah. much of the, the way people play it now is based on uh, freely available, available info from people who are like veterans of it, whereas the people who played it the first time, like WoW Classic, when it wasn't WoW Classic and it was just WoW, like, you had to figure that shit out in real That's time. That's interesting, too. Some of the really good players have monetized that by making like Patreons where they talk about new things that they figured out, you know? That's a good like, idea. Huh. These roofs are only found in this part of Indonesia. So you, you were saying before that Vancouver Island looks like Australia? 
Parts of it, yeah. There's these parks near the uh, the University of Victoria that huh. have this just dry grass and this black volcanic rock, and these short little trees. And half the time, new 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 players will guess like Australia or South Africa for that, which is really funny because the they see where it actually is and they're like, okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's never. Pretty far off. Yeah, I've heard that uh, Vancouver Island as a whole and uh, New Zealand are basically. Oh yeah, uh, the same place. They both <laughs> like, have that like interesting, that really pretty hanging fog you see in the valleys. Yeah, they're both over. Pacific islands technically. Super diverse too. Yeah, that means yeah, you're I a Pacific like, Islander. That's right. Anybody born in <laughs> on huh, Vancouver yeah. Island can. Oh, what is it in the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> no, technically, no. Yeah, no, we're Pacific. Yeah. No, I was I was doing my research and saw that Spencer's actually originally from Pen- you're from Penticton, right? I'm from Penticton, British Columbia. It's true. An amazing well, I, city, I, I think. I grew up in a little, little town called Naramata, which is about 15, 20 minutes outside of Penticton. I unfortunately know where that is, too, because of my house. <laughs> 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 no, I do love... Penticton's uh, just such a... It's a pretty place. I'm from... I live in Detroit, so everywhere's pretty to me. How long were you in Penticton right. for? Like, when did you get out of there? Um, uh, maybe nine or ten years. I lived okay. in Naramata until I was about nine, and then and then we moved to the big city. Is in my mind at the time, it was this giant place that I, when we first moved to Penticton, I was like, I'll never be able to find my way around this place. I'm gonna get lost. <laughs> that I'm is like so funny old. to think about. Like, think as mm-hmm. a kid, like the the biggest city around, and you look back now, and you're like, that was it. Going, yeah, like, I, you go back there as an adult, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I have memories of driving around with my mom. Then we would be in Penticton, like, I don't know, getting groceries or something, because there's not really anything in Naramata. And just being amazed that she could, that she knew her way around. Like, how do you memorize all these streets and then find our way back home again? Anyway, yeah, Penticton for like 10 years, and then then I moved to Vancouver. Did you ever do the float? I've heard big things about the float around Penticton. There's like a river that runs by it. It's really popular. Oh, tubing. Yeah. 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 Because there's Penticton's sandwiched in between. No, because no. <laughs> all the sewage. Like my girlfriend has family there. That's what makes you it's, mad. Okay, it smells like shit a lot of the time. Yeah, that area. There's so much other good shit to do in like the actual ocean. Leave the tubing shit to us over here in Michigan. We're like, that's all we have, man. All we, all we get to do is float around rivers and shit. <laughs> but there's get, also we don't get the mountains. Like, we don't get the island. <laughs> it's true. There's no in that channel. It goes between Okanagan Lake and Skaha Lake. It's a really, really slow-moving channel. There's no rapids or mm-hmm. anything fun about it. You just, you get on a tube and you get shit-faced, basically. Yeah. Wow, that's that is the fun. That's, yeah, that's the do fun you, right Honestly, there. <laughs> that's better. There's no rapids for that stretch. <laughs> yeah. Do cops patrol it as well? I because think they turn a blind eye because mm-hmm. it's such a tourist track. Because in Calgary, there's also the big float to do is you go down the Bow River and like tube that, right? And there are like a couple rapids is a bit generous, but it gets like a little bit choppy. But the fucking cops patrol the river on their boat, checking to see if you have alcohol in your tube. So there's like these fancy like inner tubes that people have that have like an underwater compartment that you can open it up and hide your beers in. God, that's that's who is doing that and not drinking, though? Do you know, uh, right? Do they ever get a, like a negative result on that? Pulling someone I guess over? you could like. You could eat but, an edible before you go down. I guess. And then just drink like lemonade little, or something. A crack pipe in your pocket. Police dinghies? <laughs> police dinghies are awesome. 
Yeah, they do. They have like literal uh, police boats. Like I haven't been down. So it's big enough boats. to have boats. They should have to have inner yeah, tubes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah I was gonna say they should be on like the rest of us. They should be on canoes or inner tubes if they're arresting <laughs> people. So funny if you see Little lights like, on it. This cow's like a hundred yards away, and you can see his life. He's just on the tube. You can see his feet and shit. He just like <laughs> he's just holding holding up the light. <laughs> he's like, grab that branch and hold on to it and wait for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is funny to imagine them dressed as mounties and they're in like a a tube that's shaped like a, like it's an inflatable horse. <laughs> the mounties you should have some? to have an animal that they ride like in Pokemon when you use surf. Mm. Like a I don't know, a dolphin. You want you know I know what our float is, Aaron? We mm. we have you, I think maybe I told you about it before. We have someone in chat with a name similar to it that's referencing it. But we have Jobby Nooner. It's such a fucking mm. Midwest name too. <laughs> Jobby Nooner, it, they make it sound like it's a fucking, like, exotic name, but it's spelled just like it sounds. Uh, I'm gonna give you the Wikipedia, because it's very funny. Jobby Nooner is the second largest boat party in the Midwest, after the Raftoff near Muscamoot Bay. <laughs> Damn, Raftoff, <laughs> they're always bigger. One of the largest boat parties in America. It takes place around Gull Island in Lake St. Clair, Michigan. According to creator Jack Campbell, the very first Jobby Nooner occurred Friday, June 28, 1974. That guy's still alive, he's been going to every Jobby Nooner, that's incredible. Auto workers oh who call themselves jobbies would take the last Friday in June off work to party at Gull Island. And it would uh, coincide with the time of the birthday of Lee Wagner, the event's other co creator. So it would start at noon on the last Friday. So that guy made Friday a birthday party for himself. Why they call yes. them jobbies? That's all he did. <laughs> um, jobbies, because they have jobs. It feels like uh, when people, like, needs call people wage cucks. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, oh, you gotta get up for work hey, in the morning, jobby. Yeah, I'll be sleeping in and <laughs> enjoy your alarm, jobby. Um, yeah, go make that this, car. I'm gonna be the one driving it. This is my favorite it. part, though. This is the most dumb Michigan guy shit in the world. <laughs> the party now occurs twice a year. Jobby Nooner is last <laughs> Friday in June, and Jobby Nooner 2 is the first Saturday after Labor Day. <laughs> That's so funny. I like how it's the first Saturday after Labor Day. Everybody's like, all right, back to school. They're like, oh, we're getting back on the bus. like how... That's like how Coachella is two weekends now. I'd feel like I'd get ripped off if I went to Jobby Nooner too. It is. It's a crazy sight. Like it's from the satellite, there are just too many boats there and too many boobs that should not be flopping about. Amen. Well, I and guess too many cops. Amen. Frankly, too many cops though. Too. That's what I was getting at. Is fuck a lot of cops there, but they're just there to see the boobs. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not, not doing anything. They're yeah, not, they're not. They don't arrest anyway. Yeah. Hey, that guy's peeing in the water. <laughs> I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before. Like, I know I've told it like at least streaming. It'd be new to Spencer, but when I was 18, we drove to Grand Prairie to see the cult play. Beautiful town. At a, at a shitty little nightclub called Rock City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto is a fucking club. It, it's it's, it's like really City. depressing that, like, you know, the band that's made like She Sells Sanctuary and Firewoman's playing at Rock City in Grand Prairie, Alberta. But, um, a pretty packed house and there was a woman who was like probably late 30s early 40s not not particularly attractive looked like a frequent uh patron to rock city and she was like on her man's shoulders and she just kept flashing her tits at the cult and uh eventually after i was pretty excited because i was like 18 and hadn't seen a lot of boobs in my life and uh the 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 singer's like Excuse me, mom. Could you put those away? It's not the show for this. This is art. <laughs> That's so awesome. That'd be so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> and it's like there is like art 
There is high art with tits in it. That's what the Renaissance was. But it's just like, no, yours in particular. Yeah. <laughs> Put them the away. The only time I've ever heard somebody say something like that was the band that you'd expect to. The really shithead band with shithead fans called Attila. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're like a, they're almost like a no. meme. Like, I don't even know what to call them. Like, they're too much like Hollywood undead type shit. But Metalcore band, yeah. Google's telling me. Yeah, when I was hanging out with Keith once at one of the last warps, we were watching them from a distance, and some girl like flashed him, and he goes, "Ew," <laughs> which is also just like probably the second most embarrassing thing than the cult lead singer telling you. <laughs> so stopping the show for that is Ew. like, well, yeah, oh, he's, like a, he's like a tongue wagging, spiky hair guy. <laughs> she thought he was going to be into that, and he goes, "Ew." Re- reacted like a nine-year-old boy afraid of <laughs> so, cooties. It's <laughs> <laughs> for Warped Tour too. Crazy. Wolf Parade had. We had some in the early days of Wolf Parade. Occasionally, there'd be like young women who would do stuff kind of like that, and it really it does take you out of the moment in a really weird way. Like it's not what. It's not why you're on stage, you know. You're that's, that's trying to like be in the too. music. That was the the music crowd the community's like live journal, not even Tumblr yet. That was the live the live journal crowd. Remember that? <laughs> My favorite time I to mean, post online. <laughs> I can imagine being kind of like ew, or like just sort of like what? <laughs> really? It's not. Uh, it's not the first thing on your mind at mm-hmm. all. It's not. Absolutely. Honestly, they're kind of trying to upstage the band. They're trying to take away people's attention, and they're not getting paid. The band is trying to do their art. The funniest thing <laughs> when that happens is if somebody's like, like a festival, I'm sure you've played tons and tons, people get fucked up for those, and they just go to whatever band is playing to hear more music. <laughs> they don't care who's on stage, and they're like, woo! I remember somebody flashing the National. I was like, what the fuck? Right, yeah. Doing it really not sadly. A se- like, not a sexy band. <sighs> yeah. It's not so, a sexy time. The, the crying dads. <laughs> so I funny. last saw Spencer when he played uh, the Calgary Stampede this past year. And there was this guy who looked, I guess you'd only describe it as like incredibly normal, about like 40 years old, salt and pepper. Like he looked like a Calgarian guy that works downtown on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was like shit faced. And he like kind of pushes his way up in front of some people, which like ruffled some feathers. But he was jamming to the songs and he was like yelling back to his partner like, this is all I love this. This right here. This is the best. And I thought he was just like a guy that was fucked up that um, like just happened to see a band rocking and got into it. But then at the end of the show, like he knew every word to every song off of like uh, the Queen Mary. And so he was like actually like an old time fan, but just didn't look like it and it wasn't like anyone i would have seen at like any other wolf parade show i'd been to which well, there's yeah. two others so it's not a huge sample size but but wolf parade we're getting that age now where it's like our fans don't look like anything where it's mm-hmm. all just like yeah, grown-ups yeah it's yeah. Know, so, yeah. we all just sort of like amorphous into like the kind of one person as we get older <laughs> and it's just like a sea of those people uh, I really like that show, that Calgary Stampede, because because so many of the audience members were just fucking at the Calgary Stampede looking for something to do. That's yeah. I really like that those shows where most of the people in the audience don't know who you are because mm-hmm. it's more of like a it's more of a straight game. Like you gotta 
if people didn't buy tickets just to see your band, then they're going to be uh, not as easily impressed, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I remember that that show felt fun. Like, it felt like people were having fun. So it's like, oh, we can actually do our, do our job when, when called upon kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. We, we can be entertaining. Yeah, not just like 200 guys who all look the same we're just excited, but just, yeah, yeah. random people. Uh, off the not street, as basically. good as the last show. All right, Tom, you don't, you don't kind of shit on neurosis and convert shows, man. Long haired guys with the faded shirts, they're cool too, all right? Everyone's cool. Um, we're all cool. That, all the flashers. All the flashers, all the old guys. All, all oh, I can appreciate yeah, any crowd. Awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm the one that's known for. I go to uh, not not anytime recently, but maybe maybe this summer will be the summer before they get too old. I used to go to anytime three eleven came through. I'd go there because it was like that was like my jam band. Basically, it was the most fun show. The chillest crowd. Hmm. Uh, I really just went so I could find weed because it was still illegal in my state. <laughs> you know, easy. But they also tailgate at three eleven shows. They mm-hmm. they'll walk around and get free burgers. They did stuff. that at uh, when I went to that. Big when what was it? Keith's other band. They had they performed this festival, damn things. damn things, in Rockingham, North Carolina, and it was Tool was performing that day, and we so we got there, and like there all these Tool fans were just at their like cars, just grilling and drinking beers, and just walking by, be like, hey man, what's up? Can I get a beer? And they're like, yeah, sure. So you just walk like, by, no, grab it. <laughs> no, we're drinking Maynard's wine only, <laughs> the one with bacon in it. Mm, that's epic. To own uh, vegans. <laughs> Aaron, would you would you agree, Aaron, that like tailgating is kind of like an American thing? I can't imagine. Yeah, I've only ever done it in shows. the states. Oh, I understand. It's fucking yeah. cold there. It's Be fucking fair, cold right now, man. In the summer. They, the, the, only three eleven likes the cold either. <laughs> Spencer, is there a huge blizzard in like uh, Vancouver Island as well, or is it like on the mainland only? Not currently, but it snowed a shit ton uh, two nights ago, and it's still all over the. All over the ground in a way that we're not used to here on Vancouver. Yeah, I was about to say you guys got snow before Detroit this year. This fuck, that's crazy. I know Vancouver's fucking over right now, and about to change. like a bunch of flights have been canceled and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, it's I coming in like everywhere. Fucking airport. The yeah. whole northern hemisphere. Yeah, that's why I'm except for uh, the east coast. I guess it's fine here. We said it's coming stuck in Iceland for four, five nights. Yeah, in the airport, and then the pipes burst, so the airport was flooded as well. <laughs> Thousands of people stranded. Wow. God damn. Crazy. I think... Yeah, they, they, no wonder they, they call the it buses, Iceland. Like, the third day, they're like, some of the buses <laughs> are going to try to make it to the hotels. And, they, like, one of the buses immediately went off the road with people in it. Oh, man. Really? In in Iceland? It seems like if there's ever going to be a place that's prepared. That's what the crazy the thing. They just mm. were not ready. They had a, they had a, a crazy storm as well. It oh, was well. warmer when the Vikings first settled it during the medieval warm period. Same thing with Greenland. Oh, so what you're saying is uh, climate dumps. <laughs> it did get colder with, over time, but they didn't yeah, abandon well, that one. Yeah, we'll, did, we'll see what they happens. abandon Greenland. Yeah, they might. They might uh, abandon Iceland like they abandoned Greenland Green, if this keeps happening. Yeah, Green, Greenland had to be scooped up by Denmark and propped up. Shout out to Greenland. Wonderful. Don't, don't, they're not sponsoring the podcast. Don't shout them out. Yeah. <laughs> if Eric Greenland wants to sponsor the podcast, so I'll do an ad for them. Yeah, use promo code WFYM. Probably the for... most useless money they could ever spend. I don't think we have any. Actually, I take that back. I can get them. I can get at least one uh, Greenlander listener for us. I know one. Well, that's like a tenth of the country. So. Yeah, well, that's pretty good then. More there we proportionally go. more than we have in America. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite flags too, Greenland. Never seen it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Does Greenland I... show up in your game sometimes? 
Uh, yeah, there is actually Google coverage there. Most of it's like on a quad, a boat, or a snowmobile, but there is, <laughs> and sometimes just a big old truck. But yeah, there's whole whole culture up there. It's crazy. It's going to be big once it gets warm enough to plant some trees. They're starting to plant some trees because they don't, they don't grow naturally, but you can get them to grow in the right conditions if you protect them from the elements. And, and once you get that going, then you can... Uh, then you get the wood, then you can build the houses, then you can get the, the whole RTS uh, build uh, tree going. The, the things I learned playing that game about stuff like that, also why a good, like if you ever see a lot of rock walls, like walls just made out of those stones, you can almost safely assume you're on an island because they you do that because they're lacking trees or they'd rather use the wood on the island for something else. Huh. Crazy. Weird. Weird little things like that. If it's in Love trees, it. then it's probably New England. True. Actually, true as well. A lot of stone walls in the woods. People thought they could farm the mountains. Rhode Island. Then they uh, so, they abandoned it because it was up in the mountains, and there's just they, easier places to they farm. They gave up. They couldn't do I would it. Like to, I would like to introduce them to a place called uh, Sumatra. <laughs> they have terraced farming there. I said terrace, not terrorist. Mm, okay, good. They're all the <laughs> like, can't be growing terrace. There. All the people driving to work, listening to this, that just sat up in their car and went, "Huh? <laughs> they're making them? <laughs> what now? <laughs> but we know where they're coming from." <laughs> All, oh yeah, our right-wing audience is <laughs> just <Yeah>. really <laughs> wanting to go to war. They just care about the stampede. <laughs> they <laughs> advertised it. I only drink South American coffee, nothing from Sumatra, because they, they're making terrorists. <laughs> Alex Jones unironically bought Zapatista coffee. He's like, this is the commie coffee, but I don't care, it's so damn good. <laughs> He's like showing the stamp and shit. It's my favorite clip. Well, now he can't buy it anymore. Do we really want, think Alex Jones is going to be broke, broke, even though he's bankrupt? No, because he's you can got go ways bankrupt. to store money, but it's going to yeah, be yeah. difficult. It somewhere. For... I think he gave it to the Baked Alaska until my <laughs> hold on to oh. this for a while. Don't worry, Spencer. We won't talk about um, all of the best Americans for you. It's going to say there's too, ma- there's too many. Us poor Canadians sat here. <laughs> it's funny that you like you could be a Canadian and just not know who Alex Jones is. Like I don't know. That's American politics, man. No idea. <laughs> So I literally i I don't know who Alex Jones is. I'm just like <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh man, <laughs> that's such go. a life. That's so sweet. That's nice. He's one of Mike Judge's friends. <laughs> to be fair, I I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> that's also when, fine. That's fine with that. No problem. When Aaron asked me if I wanted to do this, I was like, "Well, I don't have any opinions on anything, and I hate talking." So if you really want, <laughs> if you really want me on your podcast, sure. So you're just doing Chet's job right now. It's fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Little Chet, don't worry, Chet. I love you. But yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna listen. I don't to know this. anything about anything. I don't know who people are. That's fine. I don't oh, we can anything. we can help you form some opinions right now. I got a list. We have twenty stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We won't do that either. Yeah, list of races. Here we go. <laughs> okay, if these countries fought, no allies. No, that's my new bit. <laughs> the micro nations fighting. Vatican City versus Monaco. Who's who's winning that? <laughs> Vatican mm. City versus Mecca. I got Monaco. <laughs> There's no way Vatican City and Mo- uh, Monaco would fight. They'd be like, brother, we can't do this. San Marino and the Vatican would be Monaco, a good fight, Monaco? Isn't Monaco a personal union with France? Um, I think it's just a place where people park their yachts. Oh, okay. I think it's, uh, technically, if you attacked Monaco, the army of France would get called in. That is so weird. Since they're both uh, under the, I think they're under the same government in the way that like Austria and Spain used to be under the same king. So you would be fighting France. In Vatican City, you might get Italy on your side. I don't know. I think you would have to get Italy. Italy, is pre- they're not going to be happy about that. No, because you'd have to go through Italy, basically. 
So you're gonna you're just gonna get World War Two, I think. It's like when guys talk about their fantasy teams. Yeah. <laughs> well, I drafted Vatican City, so it was a sleeper pick. Hey, you know what, Alex? We might get World War Three like that. And it might start a lot like World War One, but maybe we'll get another great band like Franz Ferdinand. It'd be all worth it. Yeah, who's gonna <laughs> be the guy who gets album. assassinated now? A hundred years later, Zelensky? Is it Zelensky? You know what I'm proud of, unironically, mm. that I owned that Franz Ferdinand album and Hot Fuss by the Killers before they had the uh, whatever singles blew up sticker on them. You know, mm-hmm. really? I was like a, a day one, like first print. Like I need this now that it's in America. I'm going to the store today and buying these guy for those. I loved him, and I was right. Hmm. Wait, where'd you hear about it? <laughs> yeah, how'd you hear about LiveJournal.com? Oh, oh wow, shit, yeah. I think I heard of the Killers from Mr. Brightside on TV. Yeah, same. Um, didn't I downloaded it from LimeWire before that? I can't remember exactly. That was like it's one of the dumbest 14. things I brag about. That's how I know I'm, I'm uh, right about my, or that's how the only reason I know, remember that I bought those before that. I saw the first episode of SpongeBob as it aired. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 10 a.m. Um, Saturday I, afternoon. I actually went to high school with SpongeBob. I didn't even hear about it. So, I wasn't even planning. I just I happened to be it. there. And I watched Guys, it. Guys, stop talking about and stuff I, that Spencer It was the one with the bubbles, <laughs> by the way. I know who SpongeBob is. Oh, okay, okay, then good. We can keep going on this one. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob's actually way more iconic than anybody ever imagined he would be. Mm-hmm. South America it's loves definitely... to put him on car washes and hot dog uh, Well, that, well that's, that's Goku is like definitely... Bob Esponja. Yeah, SpongeBob yeah. and Goku, they both have a lot of cross-racial appeal, international appeal. Mm-hmm. There's that chart for it where there's all the anime characters, and if it's any sort of little girl that's like, oh, that's a pedophile, and then if it's Goku or any other DBZ character, it's that's a person of color. And it's pretty accurate. That's true. As far as the Twitter goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah. so, I feel like that is missing some context. So people on Twitter that use anime avatars, a lot of times, if they have the little girl-looking character, they're probably going to be a bad person. Like a, a Nazi, that's the normal, the usual one for those guys. They usually or have like Sean a little Morgan. Wehrmacht helmet on them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's that's true, dude. But uh, like like little anime characters. Yeah, yeah like an anime like girl. girl one, especially like a young-looking girl. They're yeah. usually like alt-right Nazi or some sort of like pedophile. Really shitty. Yeah, yeah. bad person. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's a Dragon Ball Z character, then it's probably just a cool black guy. Yeah, into it's a black guy who owns one of those fighting game controllers that's like six feet wide. And they're awesome. <laughs> and you have to carry it like a briefcase. Yeah, that's who it is. That's what the chart's showing of uh, how you can like tell which is which and which one to be. <laughs> Who's making these charts? Uh, <laughs> people that are just the same age as those. Other yeah, we we keep getting banned from WikiHow for uploading this stuff. <laughs> they don't like it. Oh, uh, Alex here was making those charts, actually. Alex, it's, take it away. <laughs> it's Nate Silver. I was doing the drawings, and they were really bad. Yeah, it's all of the election polls, guys, and there's nothing going on with the polls. You're like, hey, let's do a tier list of the best chip. Yeah. It was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are that's the worst when guys like that start arguing about food. Or, yeah. like, which city is better. Oh. No, I which love city the is the argument. worst engagement bait in the world? I only have one. The only true city opinion is that Philadelphia is the Reddit city. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't lived been... in cities long enough to really like get the vibe of them. Like, I've been to them. Speaking but... of that, Spencer, what is? I want to ask you because you're somebody that's very well traveled. You've been uh, to a lot of least... cities. Yeah, I can't remember. What was the city that surprised them. you the most <laughs> that you didn't think you would like really care about, but it ended up being one of your favorites? 
If you can remember. Uh, Lisbon's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't, or like Portugal in general, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about it before I got there. Oh, and great. then I, when, when I left, I was like, oh, I think that's my favorite European country. Awesome. And, and Lisbon, hmm. Lisbon basically just looks like um, King's Landing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I Googled it. And it was, yeah, this is just Game of Thrones. Is that where they filmed it? No. They've actually, they actually gave it, well, at least King's Landing in one of the only European cities I've been to, which is Dubrovnik, Croatia. Huh. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got all those mountains. Yeah, that has the big marble walls still, too, and the, or the, the big wall, the walled city in the old town with, like, the marble roads that, like, you can't walk on half the day because they're, like, if they have any sort of dew on them, they're slick. <laughs> nice. Love that place, though. Cro- Croatia's nice, too. I've only ever been to uh, Zagreb, though. I've never been to the coast. Oh, see, I'm opposite. I've only been to the coast, basically. We flew out of the south of the coast as well. I've heard, I've, everyone always says it's really nice, but I never have time to, I'm always on tour. Mm-hmm. It's like, go to the coast. I'm like, no, I have to go to <laughs> Ljubljana now. Yeah, and that's must, never the convenient route. That must be such a tease. Mm-hmm, true. Like, you're, you're traveling and seeing all these places, but it's just very briefly where you don't get to, like, get any of it in yeah because you kind of need a couple days right yeah you can only spend you're often like you only see a a city for you know a few hours it's like the little bit of time you have between like sound check and playing or something that would kill me (laughs) and then maybe you go out to a bar after the show but those experiences like end up you can kind of be anywhere absolutely and then you wake up and you got to go and people are like, did you, like, have you seen the coast? Did you go to this town? Have you seen this museum? It's like, no, I, I really Yeah, that's why, like, especially when I'm talking to a musician or I'm like, oh, I see you're going to blah, blah, blah. If I ask them any questions, it's got to be somewhere that, like, is, they can see it from their venue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this place out. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, it ain't happening. I sometimes feel like I've seen, like, a lot of the world, but, like, through the window of a tour van. Mm-hmm. Makes like, sense. Makes literally sense. just yeah, it's just, just driving. I can by. imagine it's just tough because like yeah, you're traveling and then you're like That's okay, we're sound check and then oh let's get in the car and like drive somewhere else and then go back to the show. It's like no, I just want to do anything. A, I know a flight attendant that was like that. She's like, I I feel like I've been to a lot of places, airports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Because yeah. even like if you're if you're a flight attendant, even if you're stopping in another city like that you don't live in for the night. You're really not going anywhere but the flight attendant hotel and like lounge and shit. Like, yeah, you're comparing the yeah, tap matter. water in the ho- the hotel, yeah. the DoorDash <laughs> selection. Because <laughs> I've been have very good hotel opinions. Though. Yeah, I've been stuck in. I was in yeah, the very minor differences. Like you, yeah, eight hours once, and like I couldn't go anywhere, so I'm just in Toronto's airport for eight hours, just sitting there, just miserable. It's mm. like you just like you can't leave really because you have all your shit and like you traveling around with it so it just sucks and it's like well you should, they should bring out like a big box of activities like those little carts that you would scoot on to play hockey <laughs> on the floor when you're in gym class as a kid they should play yyz by rush over and over all day no. that would be fine it'd be fine God, by me. it wouldn't no. bother me no oh, i've listened God. to worse things over and over <laughs> again <laughs> hey, but Alex, um you know that's why it's called that <laughs> <laughs> what what playing your joke for you <laughs> are you serious bro uh, the, uh, yeah, the the first time I was in Portugal, to go back to that for a second, because that thing yeah. of like you you can't really see places while you're on tour, but there was a 
Sunset Rubdown tour that ended in, I don't know, maybe Porto or something. This is like way back in the day. And we made a point of like taking a bunch of days off. Not a bunch, like maybe three at when the tour ended. Maybe that tour ended in Paris and we flew to Portugal to see it or something. But we made a point of like going there, which is like something I hardly ever do anymore. I should do more of it. And we just cruised around for a few days. But I have this great memory of driving from Lisbon down to the southern coast. Uh, and this was like the beginning of GPS, or at least like the beginning of like easy to use GPS. Yeah, the TomTom like era. Where you just like had the, like the little unit installed in the car. Yeah. We rented a car to drive from Lisbon down to the coast. And none of us really knew how to do it properly. So the options are like... Uh, there's fastest and then there's like the shortest distance, which is sort of like counterintuitive. Like we're like, yeah, like fucking shortest distance. Mm-hmm. Of course we want to get there as fast as possible, but that's like as the crow, <laughs> crow flies, which was not, and there's like a highway that goes like down the coast. That would be like easily the fastest way to go there. But we chose shortest distance and the car took us through all these back roads and little villages of Portugal. And we and like were running out of gas and like couldn't, getting so lost and couldn't figure out like what the fuck was going on. We're like, is this Portugal? Like it's so, they don't even have highways here. (laughs) (laughs) But it was an amazing experience, like finding these tiny little villages and little restaurants to eat in. And it took us like a full, Mm -hmm. full day to get down there. It was supposed to be like a two hour drive. And then we figured it out and took the highway back. And we're like, oh yeah, okay, this is how. It's just a normal place. That's got to be something where like at the time it was probably pretty dreadful, but looking back on it, you're like, that was nice. I'm glad we did it like that, that shitty way. It would yeah, be funny absolutely. to me. Those villages were like, the restaurants wouldn't even have like tourist passing English. It would just be like, <laughs> yeah, <a> menu point. <laughs> at, at the time, it was just very confusing and sort of like, what are we lost or is this just what Portugal is? Mm-hmm. But yeah, looking back, I'm glad we did it. But stopping to ask locals like, which way to the south? Which way is south? <laughs> just like these confused old ladies, like, what the fuck are you doing here? That is so cool, though. I, I've thought about that recently, watching different travel vloggers and stuff that go all over, like, uh, uh, the Caucasus or just Europe, that'll go to these those villages like that. And half the time, I mean, of course, they're going to put up the videos where it happens, but they'll have these villagers take them into their home and give them food and you know, tell them stories, show them pictures, blah, blah, blah. Give them their life story, basically. Then when they leave, they load them up with, like, these dried meats and all this fruit and all this stuff. And, like, make sure that he has enough food for the road. And it's like, I, it would be so hard imagining that happening in the same way in almost anywhere in America. Oh, like, no. A few people, of course, but, like, most people would be, like, looking through their fucking, the crack of their front door and being like, what do you want? <laughs> like, and then yeah, we don't have to after, trust. After you answer the question, yeah. It's very strange, though. It's very, very strange. We're very paranoid. Yeah, and, like, and we have like we have a lot of good reasons. Every phone to be, call yeah. you get is a scam call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just, you don't think there's the even like like oh like small hidden little tiny towns like oh somewhere there's there's in, like, there's the exceptions. Appalachian Mountains or something. There's definitely exceptions, and like that would be a good place I mean, to find Ozark them mountains. like that. Those too. But I just mean like the general like any sort of like suburb mm-hmm. like a subdivision oh no like imagine the inverse like instead of like an english guy walking around southern russia it's this 
you know, so, a Russian guy walking around Metro Chicago, like knocking on doors, <laughs> like <laughs> broken, broken English. They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, those guys are getting, getting yelled at by a lip. <laughs> They're getting the cops <laughs> called on them for sure. Or even worse, like make it the real inverse. Those guys wandering around a rural Oklahoma town speaking mm. Russian. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. America's got some crazy places around still, too. Well, that's like, because, like, your story driving through Lisbon, like, that's nice to remember because I did sort of similar with Garmin. They revamped this highway in Ohio, and the Garmin my dad had was, like, eight years old by this time. And so it didn't know that the new highway was in, so it just said the old highway was gone. You have to go this long way down to southern Ohio, where my brother was in college at the time. And so I'm driving, and I get off the highway, and I'm just driving in these podunk cities, like stopping by just like these like gas stations that are just have like two pumps, like one on each side. And I was just like, man, where the fuck am I? It's like, it should not take this long to get here. It's a four <laughs> hour drive normally. And it took me like six or seven hours. And you're just driving through right. Southern Ohio and West Virginia. You know and it's just like, man, I don't, I need to like keep going. You I know need, what's the worst? I don't want to stop that? anywhere. Something they love to do in, in states, especially like Ohio, but in, in the like eastern states in general, the more rural you get, the more you start seeing places called like Nevada, Oregon, mm-hmm. like that sort of shit. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, there's like Florida, Tom, Massachusetts. Tom was. I, I'm thinking of the weirdest Ohio town, and it's Pe- Pedro, Pedro, Ohio. Like, there's if you just uh, drive and see a sound, and like now you're now well, welcome to Pedro. You'd be like, okay, what, where am I? Paris, Ohio. <laughs> We'd always drive by Paris, Ohio, to go see my grandma. And my dad would be like, hey, we're in Paris. Like, ah, okay. And it's bullshit that Washington State has a Vancouver. Are you upset? Are you mad? Yeah, it's like if, it's like if BC had a Seattle. Because it's Dumb. so close. But They should get it, one. What's like stopping yeah, them? Why not? Vancouver, Vancouver probably They'd came from a native word, right? That's probably why. Mm. It must be French. <laughs> I should know. Isn't it, uh, isn't it fucking, isn't there a Captain Vancouver? Isn't it Probably. the name of a dude? It must have been It's definitely French-sounding. French Ottawa's uh, native in Toronto. It, it, Canada, too. It means that the people were here. Now, that's, the, a, the that's a joke for... <laughs> you'd only get that if you've watched a bunch of Canadian TV, but there's this old um, Canadian Heritage Moment commercials where it was like weird little 30-second vignettes that were supposed to make you proud to be Canadian. Oh, I've heard of like, them before. Like, they have one where it's like... You uh, like As, a Canadian guy. A uh, so a Canadian guy created basketball, but he was like in the states, but like the teacher or whatever. And there's this whole scene of him getting like peach baskets, and they had to like climb up a ladder to get the ball out of the peach basket each time. So mm-hmm. he had a idea to saw out the bottom of it. Yeah, I remember you that see, one. Yeah, you yeah. see that as a kid, you're like, damn, it rocks being Canadian. <laughs> but the one about Canada, cool. um, it's like. There's like some white people talking to some indigenous people and uh, they're like, what's this place called? Speaking of Canada. And uh, they say like Kanata. And uh, it meant something like that the people were it. I remember the commercial there. Like it shows that the people were here and they're like, oh, cool. But uh, it was just like I, a In my memory, it thing. was like they're like. The village, like the the word just meant like village. Yeah, yeah. I remember the the what you take from it is that uh, like the white guys were dumb and just misinterpreted yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and just repeated the first word they heard and were like, "Cool, yeah. we'll call it that." <laughs> That's most Dude. foreign names in most countries. It's like just an, the river in There's another. There's literally. Language. 
There's a town in uh, the northern lower peninsula of Michigan, and that's how they named it, because the dude that originally found it wanted it to be called um, Bruce Township, and then, like, Bruceville, Bruce's Crossing, and all three of these names were literally already used in what Michigan. What was the guy's name? Uh, Tony. Tony. <laughs> oh, okay. Tony Smith. Tony. Yeah. Um, but anyway, none of those work, because those were already placed names in Michigan. So, they ended up voting, and the city council voted on a... They basically fucking stuck their finger on a, a world map. <laughs> it was like, that sounds cool. So the town was called Mikado, Michigan. It has a Japanese town name. And there's like <laughs> 400 fuck? people That's there. That's awesome. Yeah. Mikado. Uh, Imagine so, if they had landed on Obama City, Japan. <laughs> so sweet. Mikado. Very nice. Anyway, Andrew was born, actually. Vancouver takes its name from George Vancouver, who explored the inner harbor of Burrard Inlet in 1792. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, and gave like various that. places British names. Vancouver itself originates from Dutch Van Kuvorden, denoting someone from the city of Kuvorden, Netherlands. <laughs> okay. You're kidding. Van Dutch? The explorer's Dutch? ancestors came to England from Korvoden. Uh, which is the the origin of the name that eventually became Vancouver. That's crazy. Like that makes sense, but weird. Wow. Yeah, I guess yeah. The French were not on that side of Canada. No, they were all in Detroit. Yeah, they were too busy. They were too busy finding Detroit, naming it the Strait. <laughs> the Strait. Yeah, they got the held up at Montreal. the mountain, the river. Hey, what do you call this? Oh, this is the river. Hey, listen. Those, this the, is the town. The, the Jesuits were math guys. They didn't. They weren't really word guys. I feel like that's how I would name things. Just like <laughs> let's just mm-hmm. get this part the, of it. All the Jesuit priests fire. I knew. That makes sense. That's how they name stuff. The the forest, the street, town, village. Awesome. That's what it is. Yeah, they're Very, all about knowledge. Very good. It's simple. It's easy to remember. <laughs> oh my god. Why not? So there's when we were talking about touring. I remembered some discourse that I saw yesterday about touring like a band's writer mm. um yeah, we, 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 we can get the, the, to that as well but i i searched rider and i like it was the first thing i found that i like refreshed or something and i just see uh like so it's a behind shot of a man and a woman having sex mm. and um okay. the, the, it's like this big ass bouncing up and down on this guy's pecker okay. from an account called it's a big ass. Oh. And I just went to the other monitor looking for this like tour rider and just see very explicit pornography. Wow. But uh the thing that I wanted to ask hmm. Spencer about was You ever I seen that? You ever seen that? Rider again. It's not there about the big ass. Leaking, Here we go. Leaking a, a rider from four years ago. Yeah, this person works at a venue and it's like a two hundred cap venue. And I think the post was made kind of in poor spirits but if anyone can guess this band that had this rider i'll like tell you who it was or whatever and uh i just wanted to know if you think this is unreasonable or if this is pretty standard okay wait, so is it 200 cap venue so it's a small venue yeah uh, small venue yeah. small tour like pretty small band as well i think yeah so it starts by saying we're on the road a third of the year so we appreciate enormously if some or most of this could be met don't worry we're not assholes we just want to be able to perform so it's a travel party of six uh all items must be suitable for vegans, so it explains what vegans are. Drinks, bottled water, variety of tea, plant-based milk. Of vegans. Um, yeah. yeah, some green smoothies, local beer, kombucha, whiskey, red wine, soft drinks, low in sugar, snacks, hummus, multigrain bread, vegan cheese, vegan spreads, um, like cucumber slices, carrots, guacamole, 
small amount of fruit, fresh ginger and lemon meals, hot vegan meals for six people or buy out of $15 per person. And then the real sticking point was uh, the accommodation, which was three rooms for six people, one double plus two twin rooms. Three rooms for six people. Th- that means everyone's sharing a room anyway. Yeah. Right. I, none of that sounds that I didn't crazy make it sound to me. No. They just wanted yeah. the, a bunch of vegan food and yeah. then some meals, either feed us or give us a buyout, which is totally like industry norm. Mm-hmm. And then they want, wanted to not put more than two people in one hotel room, which is also, I think, pretty normal. I think they asked for a bunch of shit just being like, give us some of this. That's what yeah, I... Yeah, it's like a negotiation. That, yeah, like their little disclaimer, I think, made any everything reasonable anyway. Cause yeah. You can't get it, you're like, hey, here's They're this, like, this, this. Yeah, we don't need this. all of this. This is just a list of some of the here's stuff Here's some that ideas we would like. because yeah. you don't have to think about it, you know? Yeah, It's like posting you know, a kid's Christmas list and then saying he's greedy. <laughs> like there's an expectation that you're gonna get maybe two or three of those things. The dude who posted kind of lost me too. So I don't want to get into it too much because it's like I don't care. But also this dude's like, he started defending himself in his own replies, basically being like, "Well, this was gonna come out of my pocket. So are you still blah blah? Are you still riding for them all?" Oh, like he kept trying to like make himself like, "Oh yeah, well guess what else sucked for me that week?" Like <laughs> it's huh. yeah, it's so weird. It's like a little bit goofy to ask for vegan cheese it's so and petty stuff, but way. it's also, like also nobody gets the cares? band. I think he tagged them anyway. <laughs> like it's very like attentiony. It's weird. Just as not fuck. that not that funny to be leaking that shit. It, but you, it's got to no, be better. Because anybody that. else that's like a serious yeah. promoter ever like this is really corny. Thanks. I think what a lot of people don't realize too is that that. The, those hospitality there's a there's a budget there's a hospitality budget and right. it comes mm-hmm. out like a, a promoter will be tell a band like i'll give you this much money minus this much for hospitality and then so or you can like you can forego hospitality and take that money instead like mm-hmm. most of the time that's how a deal works like the money mm-hmm. is set aside to buy the shit anyway it's not uh it's not like the more you ask for the more that that promoter is going to have to pay for it's the, right. that just means mm-hmm. that it, it actually works out that the more you ask for the less that you get paid as a band mm-hmm. so in a roundabout way they're paying for it themselves mm-hmm. huh. it, it is I, like i keep my riders really simple just because like you end up throwing away a lot of food like you yeah. think you're going to be hungry but you're not mm-hmm. and okay. um i just don't like fucking like walking backstage and seeing like a carrot stick stuck into a Open container of hummus and, and you know, like <laughs> it's sweating on the outside. Of, like That's ice so cubes true. have fallen into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad like, there's a fly in it. So yeah, good. just like a bunch of gross, and there's like napkins in the guacamole, and like, yeah. it just like <laughs> it just becomes like it becomes garbage so quickly, and it's really wasteful. Rockstar. <laughs> but if bands are gonna eat it, then whatever. And I imagine that sounds like a like a vegan hardcore band or something. They're probably eating more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing. Vegans do eat. It was interesting seeing the responses because there was a couple of like old head promoters that are like, when I was running uh, venues, people would be happy to ask to sleep on someone's floor so they didn't have to sleep in the van that night. Is that in and the then- rider? <laughs> putting that in the rider? I need One a floor. floor. <laughs> That's and the thing too is people that are like, you should just be happy you even get the opportunity to have a rider. Like, I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's he? Yeah. It should be blank. No, we, we, they're not saying they don't appreciate. We it. miss when shit sucked. <laughs> the venue also wouldn't exist as a music venue if there weren't musicians coming through. So, like, they're they're not the reason why people are showing up, right? So, I think you should probably. 
again. Get them <laughs> some fucking <laughs> carrot sticks if they want. Their little disclaimer too, like made everything fine. I think. Well, that's not uh, true. I used to love going to Rock City before they had shows there, <laughs> just hanging out. Like, man, this cults. is cool. I love the name of this place. <laughs> this hey. is gonna be awesome someday. Yeah, this is good. You, you know, you have a great name here. You should have a, yeah. should be a music venue with this name, Rock City. Get, get rid Just of all these it. stones. Yeah. What do you think? Imagine like, if new one wave day rock. Sebastian Bach was on that stage. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so funny. Also, Sebastian Bach just took that name. Oh, I'm like the yeah, classical but he guy. got rid of Johan for some reason. <laughs> he couldn't say it. What do you guys think is the most like casino touring band? Speaking oh. of Sebastian Bach and like the cult having to play at Rock City, I will Grand tell Prairie. you at least one of um, them. You mean the cult getting to play at Rock City? Yeah, yeah. getting. Yeah, the privilege. A lot Most, of the hair metal bands yeah. are on like tours yeah. by themselves now, like Def Leppard and Motley Crue. Yeah, so mm. that's like, really? I, I would say like Motley Crue. My, my vote for the most casino touring guess. band for old people, the uh, Eagles. They'll, I almost mm. exclusively see them on uh, uh, casino ads or like signs like coming in September. They're uh, still doing do it. Do they hey? still play? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking of like just in my head of the most frequent that I had seen in my life. But other than that, I feel like the Killers played Casino Windsor like 40 times. <laughs> well, they're a Vegas band, right? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're Vegas boys. Them and Panic. Isn't Imagine Dragons also Vegas? I think so. I think they, so. Probably. That could be the next big one. They could get a Vegas residency. Imagine, I call, call the lead singer. Imagine Dragons is dating um, Lila Garrity <laughs> from Friday Night Lights now, Minka Kelly. Oh breaking, wow! Breaking news, yeah. Oh wow! Are <laughs> yeah. we breaking that today? Yeah, I have to text Felix. Oh. I think I think okay. like uh, like Van Halen would have or like nah, Van David Halen's Lee Roth. Too big. David know, Lee Roth like, does play in yeah. Vegas, or he was like, mm. David Lee because we've seen those where he's playing and he's like sort of screaming and he's just kind of like gesticulating yeah. on stage and you're just not sure what he's doing and he's he doesn't I know. His yeah, vocals. I think it's a lot of solo artists from those bands with a new yeah. band of twenty two year olds. Yeah, like you see it a lot with Beach Boys. What I was thinking was more like depressing casino uh, shows, like not cool casinos. And so I was thinking of like Nazareth. Uh, That's the one that pops into my head. Their only song anyone knows was a cover. Do you know who else I've seen on a casino ad like probably 10 times is Sinbad. That motherfucker loves mm. to play casinos. He's not doing so well. Sin- Sinbad, no. the, is he a comedian? Yeah, he's yeah, a comedian. He's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> he was in this movie wow. Kazam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People confuse him with Shaq, and they think they remember him being in a movie about being a genie that he wasn't in. That's so and that's mostly yeah, what he's famous for those, now. The Mandela the effect. The Mandela like, effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Speaking mm-hmm. of Mandela effects, we had a real one today, folks. A real Mandela effect. There mm-hmm. was a. I watched a documentary today on my morning stream with coffee. Of uh, we were watching. It was a plane crash that everyone kind of forgot about because it was. Two months after 9-11, and it was in New York City. And everybody at first thought it was another terrorist attack, but then once it wasn't that, they just stopped talking about it. And it was when that uh, American Airlines like, crashed into Rockaway Peninsula and blew up like six houses and killed a bunch of people like, while they were home. And uh, it's, it was a crazy accident. Like The pilot over, he overstabilized with the rudder like, when they were going too fast, and he broke it off, and they went into a flat spin, which is insane for a 747. They were just basically like falling in the air without moving and just fucking went boom with like a full gas tank. Damn. And uh, um, they showed the clip of President Bush announcing it when it happened. And I forgot all about this. Nelson Mandela was visiting, so he announced it with Bush for some reason. 
Oh, weird. So I'm like, that's a real Mandela effect right now. I don't remember <laughs> yeah, so, I don't remember that plane crash. I guess I Me was either. like nine. That was the, the other time. thing. It was it was Nelson Mandela announcing a plane crash that almost no one in the chat remembered out of like 150 people. Yeah, that's it was awesome. So funny. A little true Mandela effect moment. What a strange thing to want to get in on. Like, I'll, I'm here, yeah. so I'll announce this. Yeah, I, I don't think he had much of a choice. It was sort of like George Bush just got the news and they're already walking down this big sidewalk to talk at this speech, so Nelson Mandela just standing there. <laughs> wow. This is really awkward. Someone should have done that to Obama when he was announcing that they killed bin Laden. Like Emmanuel <laughs> was, Macron or Angela Merkel just well, like, tag-teaming the up there. The Rock tweeted it out, so he kind yeah, of Yeah, The did. Rock, I guess, did. And then John Cena. Been at the podium. Cena John Cena on wrestling and Raw announced it, too. So. Compromise to a permanent end. That was probably the most ratings on American TV at the time. John Cena on Raw. <laughs> well, they didn't know word. he was going to do it. I've just gotten word. <laughs> it's funny to think of Obama calling John Cena to say, We did it. We did it, yeah, sir. That's we the first call. We got it, no, the, seals, the SEALs call John Cena, and then John Cena calls Obama. <laughs> On his on his Obama phone, folks. <laughs> I mean, you know the type of guys who become Navy SEALs. They're yeah, the type Cena of guys types. who would call John Cena. John oh, Cena. absolutely. John Cena. Yeah, Vince. <laughs> Vince is one of those they guys. They found his number on the internet. John Cena showed up at the White House. I'm, I'm here to meet with the president. Brock's like, you can see me. Come upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, for the, that's for our wrestling fan listeners. There's all, all 99% of you that listen to us. <laughs> Oh, God. That's right. Well, thanks for coming on, Spencer. Yeah, thank you. I know you're a sleepy you, boy today. I appreciate yeah. you uh, really standing up for time. us. I'm very Good sorry time. that I had uh, really nothing to say, and I am oh, no, that's, oh, You that's said right. plenty. And I am honored that you don't like, you have, you have no opinions, and you don't like talking, and you came on to our opinion and talking show. Mm-hmm. Mm. We appreciate um, that. Spencer, plug your stuff. You going on tour soon? You got your Patreon? Yeah, there's all that stuff. That's it's fine. It's in link my link it. tree. We'll just, link. Hit a, just hit the link tree. There's all that stuff. Uh, things are happening. I've been very, very busy lately. It's partly probably why I'm so tired. Yeah. That and the snow and the two-year-old. And, the, and the, just goddamn life grinding me down, you know? The sleepy atmosphere. <laughs> no, and I feel that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We'll get some rest. Yeah, thank yeah. you for and being here. Have out. a holly jolly it. Christmas. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Uh, of course. It was yes, sir. lovely to listen to you guys uh, chat and joke about so many things that I had no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, and we apologize <laughs> for that, but thank you. No, for no, 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 no. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't being sarcastic. It is lovely. Thank you. Um, That's the only way to find out about it. That's true. Now That's true. I, I'm really into this game that you were talking about. Well, if you have any questions, I will, I will be there to answer them for you. I love the idea of just like dropping into Google Maps and guessing where I am. I, t- I wouldn't Absolutely. have guessed it's, that's it's a very peaceful game to play. Definitely. Yeah, it sounds very chill. Very. At geoguesser.com, <laughs> check it out, folks. That's what I want to plug. <laughs> Hell yeah. Geoguessing. Hey. Get that get that twenty five thousand dollars. Absolutely. Next next October, it's mine. Thanks for All listening, right. everybody. Thank you, everybody. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Wow. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me on. Your radio is set on cruise control. Get set for another 45 minutes of nonstop rock and roll. At least 10 great rock songs back to back. Guaranteed.
gonna wanna get with this. Got the gifts, got the drinks, got the goods and the treat. Tonight's the night, come with me, gather round the chimney.